You're in first. I'm in third. You're in first. I'm in third. You're in first. I'm in third. Hello uh, and, and welcome. welcome to the coffee house where we're chanting our mid-season, our mid-table, not mid-table, our mid-season table, top table. Top table places right now as we as we re-enter the Premier League very quickly. We just finished this World Cup and all of a sudden, um, in three days or four days or five days, one of these one of these amount of times, the Premier League starts up again. I mean I th- what I think the, it's three now. Yeah. What in what in the H the H is happening right now? Um I am Paul Cushing. I'm here with my um chanting compatriot. Off the shins in a way. Off the uh, shins in a way. With <laughs> a little pause, a light pause. He just, he just, he had a little pausa in his, in his uh, entry uh, to the, to the, to so the. So what day. I did is I, I chipped it up so that the defender would put his foot slide in, through, and, I, and yeah. I put it on the other one, mm-hmm. and uh, and then immediately kicked it out of bounds because my left is bad. So fair enough. <laughs> it was a good thought. It was a good thought. Terrible execution. Mm. Yeah, so the Premier League starts again on Boxing Day. Mm. And uh, as the chant at the beginning, which may or may not actually have been audible, can attest. Arsenal is in first. Yes. Manchester City is in second. And Newcastle United, given new life under Eddie Howe, is in third. And finishing in the top four is Tottenham Hotspur. Followed closely by uh, Manchester United, and there's a little drop after that with uh, some of these mid-table teams with Liverpool and and uh, Brighton and some of those teams. And as we get to the bottom, the very bottom, we have at the very bottom the Wolves, the Wolves, the Wolverhampton Wanderers. What a great call by me! Mm, I know you made a you made a very good call. I, I couldn't believe it. I the fact I, I they just can't score goals. We'll just put it that way. None. <laughs> and then after that, we have um, Southampton. And um, and then Nottingham Forest at in 18th, um, and we're just going to oh, quickly go over. Wow. Yeah, Southampton's there. That could be the team that might actually. We've been we doing our our brief talk talk through about what we were going to say. We were trying to figure out what the third team we thought was going to be relegated was. Southampton might be it. Did I, I did I bring that up that Southampton could be relegated this year? That was like a thing that they were going to struggle, I, yeah, like really struggle I, this I year. Yeah, and they yeah. they fired Hassenhutel, um, which. Oh could be the thing that takes them down um unfortunately um they're they're going through a period of this is how like how southampton works sometimes is they'll go through these periods of being really industrious and great and then they'll kind of have to reset and then they go down and they come back up pretty shortly they're they're a premier league they're the eighth premier league team in a way they're like yeah um they of consistency of time being in the premier league they're I think they're seventh or eighth of the amount of appearances in the Premier League, so they're they're a very consistent Premier League team and first division team, I should say, yeah. for the most part. So well, so let's. Um, I mean, let's not beat around the bush with Southampton. They're they're a selling club at this they, point. Yeah, yeah, and uh, this will just be a cycle where they will drop down into the Championship. They'll get their youngsters in the squad. They'll play themselves invest back wisely, up the prem. and they'll be up in the Prem and they'll play really good for a couple of years and then they'll sell them the on thing. and then. Maybe yeah. they'll stay. Maybe they'll bounce back down, and then they'll they just do it over and over. They're very, very good at it. So I I also think too they invested so wisely. At one point, they had Mauricio Pochettino. I mean, you think about some of the players they had. They had Lalana, Sadio Mane, Virgil Van Dyke. Um, I'm pretty sure at home who they had a goalkeeper, but I think Fraser Forster was there for a while. He was there for was there left and came back and then got went away again. Um, 
uh, they had they had a ton of pieces in that in that in that squad. Alex Andrej, Oxlade Chamberlain, yeah. um, guys who, yeah, um, proven, so proven commodities, proven in current. Dusan Tadic, yeah. I mean, they had guys, you know, and so they'll get there again. They'll find those players again. I I just hope I I'm not sure they're going to stay up this year to to be able to continue it that way, but. Um, uh, yeah. A season in the championship isn't going to hurt them too much. They Probably don't, they not. don't run a high, yeah, high budget. No, not really. No, they'll be okay. But anyway, um, so we're just here to reprime and re-enter this this thing. If I'm a player, this has to be exhausting. I saw that Achilles Mbappe is already back in training um, with PSG, sixty-three hours after, or something. They said 64, 63, 64 hours after they had lost the final. He he, uh, he doesn't get tired. He's a machine. Yeah. See our see previous video. See previous audio. video podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're back at it. A lot of the the um teams, the players from each team are back um for their teams after the World Cup and Hardy training and playing with them. Um, and we'll probably start on Sunday or Monday, depending on the day. I think it's Monday they start again. It's twenty twenty six. Twenty six is Boxing Day, so they'll be back on that day. Um. I think, um, I'm not sure exactly how to start. I think we kind of went through the relegation battle. I think right now with the teams that are there, I think two of those teams may stay there. I think the one team, in my opinion, I think this is just my opinion, I think Nottingham Heart Forest will stay up. Yeah. I think this month off has been really beneficial for them, and they're going to be better than they were. I think they bought so many players and brought so many people in that it was really hard to um, mold them all together and I think with this month of, of time they probably give them a little time off but then spend a lot of time molding them and resetting them and they do have a lot of pieces available that can really um, so let's yeah I, I agree I think they'll step up so let's actually start with the relegation battle and let's go with uh, starting like, from the bottom yeah kind of like uh, quick gut check for most teams like what do we like Question, gut check, what do we think is going to go on with each of them? So, like, Wolves. What does Wolves need to not get relegated? Goals. Yep. Legitimately, I think at the back, they're going to be... They're they're, are, they're not that bad. I think they have been... They've had a couple of tough games, but for the most part, they can't score. They cannot yeah. score. I think they have the lowest goal output in all of the Premier League. Um, I think if they find um, a legitimate goal scorer, they will... Um, they have a chance of staying up. Legitimately, um, well, the January window is opening in a week and a half. Yep, and they've already agreed to a deal for Mateus Cunha, who plays at Atletico Madrid. He's a striker, and they have an, a loan for the obligation to buy for forty, it's like forty-five million euros. So if they go down, this could be a really, really right. tough thing to. Uh, they might, they might not buy him if they go down. No, it's an obligation. They have to buy him. Oh, they have. Ha <laughs> ha! That sucks. They have to buy him. That was the deal. So Atletico Madrid doing good business. Yeah. I mean, he's 23. Bankrupting clubs. Yeah, right. Doing good business. Um, he's a good... They're, um, he's a decent player. So I don't know if he's a goal scorer that they need. Yeah. They need to find like... You know who, you know who would be great right now for them? Veghorst. Yeah. You know, like he might be the guy or like maybe like a Chris Wood type player. Someone who yeah. just can put the ball in the back of the net kind of semi-consistently. Or, right. Just a guy like, okay, well, let's hoof it at him. Maybe we'll get one or two. And, you got a Dama Traore. You got yeah. guys on the wing who can really do things. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Chris Wood is probably on his, like he was a bridge player anyway. Yeah. And they have Alexander Isaac. So whenever have, he's healthy, they he's going to end up. Yeah. Uh, 
So that'll, I mean, Chris Wood might be available if you're really looking at him. At alone, especially, like look at alone for him and figure it out and do the thing. Yeah, I think. Southampton. Another team that needs goals, but they also need to defend better. They're not very good defensively, I don't think. They need relegation. I'm not sure that they can. I don't think the quality of their squad. They They have some guys, but. You think it's over for them? I think they'll get relegated, and it might not be the worst thing for them. Hmm. They're not going to buy in January, probably. They don't have that kind of money. Yeah. But they may buy a piece or two that might do you put them over the top. Do you think they might sell in January? Depends on the money and the, the player. They Fair. The guy that I am most intrigued by is James Ward-Prowse. Yeah. I have well, he, f- he would be the guy who's... Most valuable. Yeah, and proven. And proven, I think. There's money there to be had for him, and I think a team like a top or top level team, maybe not the top team, we'll look at him and go, okay, we'll see what we can do with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's Nottingham Forest who brought in a million players in the off season in the summer transfer window. And uh, you could tell that they needed time to mold and mesh. And I think this world cup period was valuable for them. And I think there is, even though they have one of the worst goal differences in the league, I think you're going to see a a much more cohesive unit in this this time around. And I think you're going to see them stay up. I think I I agree. I think that this was a good a good break for them to yeah. continue their training, and it's really all they need. That that's the answer to the question: What do they need? Is time uh, time survival? They're going to survive, and I think they're going to evolve again. I think this is a team. Steve Cooper will have them moving up and not down. And I think um, we'll see where it takes them. I think they were the white... Let's put it this way. Last year, when they were in the championship, after eight games, they were the the bottom of the the championship. Mm -hmm. Steve Cooper took over. They won the playoff final. Right. So he's not daunted by what is happening. He's not going to be daunted by the the project that's in front of him. He'll be okay. I think it's now putting it all together. And I think he... Even if they still aren't playing all that well, as long as they're not, you know, eight or nine points behind with fifteen games to play, I think they're gonna they'll be fine because they will go on a run at the end of the season. I yeah, think. I, I think they'll they'll gel eventually. They have a lot of good quality players. They just need to find enough points. If they're in that twenty five point range and they got 15, uh, twelve or fifteen games to go, I think they're gonna survive because you need forty to survive. That's the thing. You make it to forty. You're you're gar- essentially guaranteed, guaranteed safety. Guaranteed survival. Yeah. Forty points is the the the. It's the, actually been thirty eight the last few years. Few years, probably but five. Forty forty <laughs> Boy, is like the watermark. I think it's like you make it to forty. You make that. Well, I think a lot of t- coaches talk about that. You make it to forty points. You've you've done what you needed uh, to do. So having been a fan of a relegation level club for God now twenty years. Yep. Uh, we weren't always like that, but. Uh, at forty, at forty, you have like a little celebration. If you remember a couple years ago when I first met you, I was like, "It's forty point day, baby!" Yeah, it is time yeah. to celebrate. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> that's I would do that too. If, I mean, Arsenal's three. If they win on on Monday, it's forty point day, baby. They they survive. Yeah, Not that yeah. Arsenal is in that state right now. Obviously, <laughs> it's top of the table, but it was a little weird last year. But it was uh, weird a couple years ago too. Yeah. It was a little tight there for a little bit. Tight uh, butthole. Everton. Stay me. I think they're staying up. But this yeah. is another. They're in this like weird. They're, they're in this period that they. Yeah, they're in this weird period right now. Of um, they have they go through these periods as a team as a club where they'll be like 
they'll be competing with some of the top teams and then they'll drop. And when they drop, they drop. They drop to like fighting relegation battle stuff, not like mid-table. Yeah. And so that's where they're at right now. And I think I believe they've spent more than any other club in the uh, transfer windows over the last like five years. Six years, something like that, yeah. And and they're one point out of relegation. So it, it seems the investment like, has been so bad. Yeah. And it's because they've they've just thrown money and not necessarily had a plan. They've they've mm-hmm. given money to coaches and not necessarily had an idea. And those who want to criticize Rafa Benitez for all of this and say he was the reason it, he is not the reason he came in when it was at its worst and he was trying to find a way to um, create a system that would help them survive as they went through this really difficult period. And Frank Lampard is learning that right now. It is not easy. Right. And if Frank Lampard somehow uh, makes it through this and they get, they make it through these next two or three years before when they move into the new stadium and some new income comes in, I think they'll be okay, but they have to make it through this really tight period. Frank Lampard, Steve Bruce for a new era. No, he's not that. He's a much better attacking coach. Get out of here with that nonsense. West Ham, staying up. They they are gonna. They have so much talent in that team. They're they'll. Here's the thing. They'll probably make it to a Europa League final or a Europa <laughs> League semifinal. Or I, I can't remember if they're in the Conference League or the Europa League or whatever. Yeah. But they'll make it to like they'll make it to that the end of that, and they'll finish thirteenth or something this year because. Uh, it's hard to play both. I think. Well, they're also they bought a lot of players in this off season as well. They they bought a lot in the well, summer they, transfer, and they yeah. they will mesh and they'll. I would say in a March or April, you do not want to play them. You do not want to play them. I do, and this will be the last year for Declan Rice. I think he's gone at the end of this year. He's going uh, to he's big big team for England. He's going to a big big team. I at Arsenal don't think he's that type of player that Arsenal need where he's he's I think distribution wise is a little I think he's going to Chelsea. And he probably or Manchester United. He seems he he feels Manchester United to me. Straight, so straight swap Fred for Declan Rice who says no. West Ham. Well, I mean, throw some money as well. West Ham. They don't want Fred. No. You don't. You don't rate Fred at all. Fair no, enough. no, no. It's, not, it's just not the kind of player West Ham need. Leeds United, staying up. Jesse Marsh will keep him up. Tyler yeah. Adams will keep him up. Tyler Adams might be one of the five best defenses. And I wouldn't in the be world. surprised if they they invest somewhere in January. They, I think they invest in the midfield and they invest in the center of defense. I, I think that they're 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 not necessarily far away from a. Um, from being competing with those like top eight teams, I don't think. I think it's weird. They they have these moments where they look really bad, but I think it's because they're 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 very young. But yeah. they they cause problems. Rodrigo is a problem. I'm surprised he hasn't made it to a bigger team yet. He's there for he's, the taking. He's, I think he's next on there. He's next going away. Yeah, yeah. I think Weston McKinney is on that list. I think. I think. Well, um, I was gonna I was gonna say. Hey, this would be an interesting landing spot for Weston McKinney. Weston McKinney's on that list. I think they will look at a goalkeeper too, because Elon Melier has been very, very good. But I do think they want some competition for him. He's only twenty-two, by the way. He, I think he's one of those like he could be the guy for the France national team in the future. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think yeah they're staying up. Uh, I firmly believe that the more national team players you have playing on the same club at the same time the better so weston if the leads kind of comes in for a move aronson and adams are going to be your boys for the next decade you should probably take that um burnmouth i think this is the third team 
I think this is as well. They are currently... 13th? 14th, and they're three, three points. points out of relegation. Right now. And Very tight at the bottom. Yeah, I want to say... I. The reason I think Bournemouth will go down is if you look at all the analytics of this team, and I know this uh, this is me bringing in numbers over poetry. They're one of the... Sometimes they're important. They're, they're consistently <laughs> at the bottom of the table. Yeah. And they have one of the worst goal differences in the league. And I know one of the is because of the game against Liverpool, they lost 9-0. <laughs> but they've been manhandled quite a few times. Yeah. They've smashed and grabbed too. They have that ability, but I think... I think this could be a tough six months for them. Yeah. I think they drew with us early in the year before we had totally... Turned it around? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, like, that probably won't happen again. I think uh, Bournemouth could stay up, but something tells me that they... There's not enough. I think defensively is going to be their issue. They don't have the defensive news or or the um, ability to keep it together long enough. I think good teams will destroy them. Yes, I agree. And I, their goal, it could they could lose on goal difference. I think that's really where it's going to hammer them. I think the way they play, they can beat some of these lower teams, but the good teams absolutely shatter. Yeah, uh, I think they ha- if they can find a way to be good against the, the teams around them, they might stay up, but they're, they're, this is a team that'll be at like 34, 35 points and need five points in the last two games or something. Yeah. You know, I think that they're not going to be able to do it. Uh, so this is also my other candidate for the relegation team. This is, uh, oh, oh, so you're in agreement with me. Well, uh, well, these two teams, Burnmouth and uh, Leicester City. You think Leicester City are going down? Uh, Leicester City's in crisis. I think they're okay. They're going to be okay. I mean, they're 13th right now, but they are only four points out of relegation. Um, admittedly, it's early. Again, the table's very tight towards the bottom, but it's I, it, they have not looked a great side this year. Brendan Rodgers is a good manager, but he's been very consistently like I need players I need players I need players for like a year now and he has not gotten them so I'm not sure if he's just sort of been sensing this crisis coming or uh or what's going on but he might leave my I I, I, oh he's going to another club in the future for sure yeah I think um, I I don't know if someone came in tomorrow with an offer if he wouldn't be like you know what going to take it. Yeah. Hey, you remember how I was like, you guys are going to have a crisis for a year? Well, it's here and uh, I I don't know who what job is available, but you know, Real Madrid came in with an offer, so I'm I'm out. Peace. Yeah. You know, uh you know, if if uh Juventus ever decides that they and god that place is toxic right now, but like um if they finally decide to release Start it their over. coach, yeah. Massimo Allegri, yeah. Yeah, uh, they might go in for Rodgers. Are you sure? Because if I'm Rodgers and you have to bring them up from the second division, Juventus from the second division, because I'm hearing things that there's a possibility they could be relegated with some of the things that are going I, on there. Yeah, I, don't I think, think the think financials are, are bad. I don't yeah. think that. I don't think he goes there, but he will go somewhere. The second time that this will have happened to Juventus in 15 years. Right. It something is wrong there. I mean, it's the yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. Um, I think the other mid-table teams, not to worry about. I think Leicester City is going to stay up. I think they're going to be okay. They score enough goals. They have enough players there. I think next year, 
if I am a if I am Leicester City next year, that's the year I think I'd be worried because a lot of these players like Vardy is probably at the tail is at the very end here. Uh, Tielemans will be gone. Uh, a couple other players will be gone. They need to reinvest, and I think James Madison will be gone next year. I would not be surprised if they sell off a lot of their Premier League talent and drop to the Championship on purpose. I'm not sure that the I don't know. No, I don't club right now. I think they're. I think they'll stay up. I think they're what they'll. They're just going to struggle for a little bit. I think they'll be in that like 13th, 14th, 15th sort of thing. They've they've gone the. You're right. They're going to development now. They're gonna yeah. their their whole thing will be development and going to the Champions League and winning the title has done a thing that that they never thought possible, which is update them to the modern era. Yeah. But they're now they're a team that needs to stay in competition for. They're they're the like Southampton where they'll they'll drop down and then they'll figure it out. Yeah, I think that I think they'll be. It's tough that you say that because I think they're they're more than that at this point than uh, Southampton because players go there. I mean, they've had some really, really excellent players go there. Like Wesley yeah. Fofano is excellent. He, he's, he went to Chelsea now, but the problem is, is defensively, they need a center back. They need a second center back. That's the I issue that they have right now. Know who I recommend for them. Who's that? Uh, well, he played there once before. Harry Maguire. I think Harry Maguire is the move, and I think if you're Man on loan, United, loan with kind of like a hush, obligation hush, to buy, maybe not obligation, but a like you know option for cheap, for cheaper. Like essentially, Man United has to eat like just, forty mil. Yeah, just just cut your losses on it because they they got him for what a hundred ninety. 80, 90, 90 million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe you just do, hey, why don't we do 20 mil every year for three years kind of a deal? You could do that. Um, I or mean, like, or like 20 mil for two years. Yeah. Like, you don't have 15, to give us 50. Yeah, 15 for three. Yeah, yeah you don't have like to that. give us 40 right now. You know, it'd be a good deal for it'd be a good deal for both I, sides. I, I think, think Harry Maguire out. could use um, a change of pace for a period of time and and reestablish himself at club level because I not I don't think it's that Eric Ten Hag doesn't trust him. I think Eric Ten Hag realizes he needs to. I don't I don't think it's the kind of player that Eric Ten Hag uh, really enjoys or likes that much. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think it's a system that he fits in. Yes, and I don't think Man United has ever played a system uh, that. Harry Maguire would um, be phenomenal. Uh, yeah. So you said something about the mid-table team. So from 12th, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Brentford, Fulham, Chelsea. Anything you want to say about any of those? Uh, what I think Chelsea needs, also good on Fulham for ninth. Chelsea needs to sell Christian Pulisic because I'm sick of this conversation. Chelsea have bought in Kunku for May. So yes, Chelsea, Christian Pulisic is leaving in, uh, in May. He's gone. Uh, do you think that it will be um, United? Because that's a lot of smoke there, man. So, no, where do you no, think? No, I don't know. Up? I don't know if he's staying in the Premier League. He might go to Spain. He might go to back to the Bundesliga to play for Bayern Munich instead of Dortmund. Do you think the World Cup helped him? Yes, yeah. I do think, but not as much as I think people would have hoped. Yes. I agree. I think that the big winner for the United States is Matt Turner and uh, Matt Turner. I think Weston McKenney showed out and McKenney's uh, going to get a good move. He'll have a good move, and I think Tyler Adams is the other guy. Tyler Adams is going somewhere. Tyler He's not going to be at least go for to long. like one of the eight best clubs in the world. He's going to be a defensive center mid for one of the best clubs yeah. in the world. 
he's gonna that's what they'll they want they saw his work rate and they're gonna they're gonna develop other parts of his game a little bit more but he's he's gonna go somewhere he's basically a one man uh, wrecking counter, crew counter yeah breaker he just slows him down you can get back he'll just he'll run he'll marshal him off to the sideline mm-hmm. um he did it all, all he's physical long. he's smart with the ball he can do it all okay. and um yeah i think he's going somewhere i think he'll be at least probably for another year and then he'll go somewhere you know, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's no real surprises there. Brighton is Brighton could still compete up there. Deserby is a very good. Brighton's in seventh. Yeah, they're very. He's a very good coach. They're going to play slightly differently, but they're they're going to cause a lot of problems. They're very talented. Um, McAllister may leave in January, but I don't think so. <laughs> um, they also have Moises Caicedo, who is excellent. They just got a lot of guys who are really, really good. Right. It's not a surprise they're in seventh. Uh, if they had a forward, they'd probably be third. <laughs> so that's actually that's actually a really great question. Um, in ninth, Fulham, do you think anyone's coming in for Mitrovic? No, no. You think he's going to stay there? I think he'll stay there unless he's a, he's a relatively the, loyal guy. He yeah, and they'd have to bring crazy money to Fulham. Like Fulham will need money so they can transform their squad. You think you think you it'll know? be like like Mitrovic is a hundred million player at this? point? I don't know if he's a hundred million, but if they got sixty million, they'd be pretty stoked about it. Yeah, that's right. 60, 65, you know, I, I because he's that kind of player. To me, even though he's like 30 now. He's 29. He's 29. 20, 28, 29. He's, it feels like he's been around forever because he started playing at like 18. Right. But I think that's the kind of, you know, if they got 60, 65 mil for him, right. it'd be hard not to turn it down. <laughs> Take it and run. Take it and like reinvest in other parts of the squad. And, and it's not that Fulham don't have money. They do. They're actually okay. They yeah. they run they actually run fairly well and they they you it, know. it took a few years to get here but they're, they're in a pretty I, I, good something place. tells me that Fulham is back is going to be, be be here for a little while it looks like they've invested smartly and wisely unlike in past times when they've come up over the last five years and I think they'll be okay I think Burn Leno is a great signing for them um, even though he has some limitations I think he's a he's a great shot stopper and that's what they need they need someone to keep goals out. And so they'll be okay. They're not. They're not going to finish nine. They're going to finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you think? You think they're heading up the table? I don't know. They're they're going. Down. I think they're going to finish in like twelfth. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's fair. I think I think where they are. I think they're going to stay up fairly comfortably. Uh, what does Liverpool need to climb the table? Midfield. Yep. Do you have anybody in mind? So I've here. I've heard Enzo Fernandez. I've heard. Um, there was another guy too. Um, Recently, you know who I think they should go get? Who? Renato Sanchez. You're you're gonna keep ringing that bell, huh? He's he is not what people wanted him to be. Ibrahim Konate, Konate from PSV. PSV. Yeah, that's a guy. I think. Um, who else could they look at? Um, this is actually another place uh, where maybe McKenny isn't the worst idea. I think what he would bring would be solid for them. He's kind of I, I he. He could be a Jordan Henderson type player. Yeah. Not super technically gifted, but is just like always there but, at the right time and works and he, real hard yeah. and does all the things that you're not necessarily wrong about that. He's played. The See, that's a place style. where maybe Pulisic could go and play. Yeah. He might have, he might struggle at first, but I think that's a, or not struggle at first. I think he would, he would have to find his way into the team, but he, he'd be he, great. I mean, he knows the pressing and everything. All right. Yeah. And he, he, they need players up the up top too. I think midfield and up top. And I do think they need center defender. They need a second. They they need a guy like Van Dyke hasn't been the same since he's been he tore his ACL. Yeah. Even against the United States, he looked a little. He's he's a little I, slow. I want to say I, I wonder if it's going to ever come back. 
That's the thing I worry about. I think he is a change player. He's still very good. He's so, still, very still one top of the top of the game, 20 yeah. like, defenders yeah. in the world, yeah. but he is not like, You know where he goes, I think? Defender. He think he goes to Spain. Because his Van Dyke, yeah, because yeah. his speed won't be, um, won't be as um, uh, much of an issue as it is in the Premier League. Yeah, and he'll the people will be like, oh yeah, that's right, Van Dyke is still the like one of the greatest defenders ever. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Man United could finish top four for as right for as desperate insane. as they've been. They're in fifth. So desperate and insane, and it's it, Ben. <laughs> Ten Hag has had a roller coaster to start, right? And the th- and the thing is, he's had them playing games and playing actually okay. And they're he's not they're not playing the way that he necessarily wants because he's molding the team to win right. games in that moment. But he's been pragmatic about it. He's been a little bit more pragmatic than he usually is. Um, it, it it's very reminiscent of his start at Ajax because he did that a lot at Ajax. But when he started to find the players that he needed to play his game, oh man! Like I, if I'm a club, I'd be very worried about. Um, it the thing is, is the people above him are they gonna give him the players that he needs to develop that squad right. fully? And I think the start has already happened, and he's clearing out all the dead wood. You'll, I think, you'll start to hear things about like, oh, the training grounds being upgraded, and this and that is happening, and um, you're hearing they're up for sale, which is a big yeah. deal if you're a Manchester United fan. Um, and I think uh, I think Ten Hag has the kind of international cachet without the baggage that some of their other yeah um, like Louis Van Gaal is notoriously a difficult person to deal with, mm-hmm. um, but Ten Hag is like he can walk in and be like, hey, uh, you want to sell this club? Um, do this. Yeah. You want to be successful when you sell this club and yep. get a lot of money? Do this. And I think for everything uh, that they are, the Manchester United owners will at, at least seem to be entertaining that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Manchester United and Liverpool are both a little bit in flux because FSG has put Liverpool up for sale as well. I think Manchester United is on an upward trajectory and Liverpool seems slightly downward. But the thing is, is Liverpool just, if Liverpool invests properly, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, interesting note um, FSG has not put the Red Sox up for sale, but it's kind of like quietly they're putting it up for sale. If someone would want to put in an offer, they they'll listen. They are they leaving all of the sports game here? No. They're just buying the penguins and they're buying the penguins and they're getting the uh, Las Vegas NBA team. (laughs) It's gonna be like four point five billion dollars. For the NBA team? That's expansion. what they. Yep. Wow. And that's that's I believe. What so no what Seattle team yet. No Seattle Supersonics. No, so it's going to be Seattle and Las Vegas. Oh okay. And yeah. uh, the Las Vegas team is. And this is so this is Bill Simmons that I'm kind of uh, unquoting or quote unquoting and um. Uh, and I know he said something about it, but LeBron James is kind of going to be the spearhead for okay. the uh, because Las Vegas he's, team. He's part of FSG. Oh yeah, he has been kind of with them so for a while now, yeah, right? He yeah, was yeah. with that. He sold his Liverpool stake. I know that. Yep, and but it's uh, because he he's, has he has Red Sox stake. Uh, but yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's in on the Penguins, and I think that he's gonna be the spearhead for the. Um, he'll be like the face of the Vegas group for Las Vegas. I wonder what they'll be called. Just you know what? Do the Las Vegas um do the Las Vegas Knights. Strip, it, it worked for um it, it so it worked for their NHL team. The just Las not Vegas Golden Gold Knights, Knights, just the Las Vegas Knights. Yeah, Las Vegas Knights. Why not? Mm. I mean, or like do like the 
I don't know. I, I, I'm feeling particularly uncreative with names at the moment. Las Vegas Spades. The Las Vegas Spades. Las Vegas Clubs. Las Vegas Hearts. Yeah, actually, that's not bad. That uh, Unironically, I like that. You could be the Las Vegas Diamonds. All right. Uh, ooh. Las Vegas Diamonds. That's also, yeah. Hearts and Diamonds, I think, those are the way to go. Yeah. You can uh, have yeah. black and red as your colors and... Yeah, that'd be actually, that'd, that'd be pretty cool. The Hearts of Las Vegas. Hearts of Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, woo! and ooh, so there's an old NBA team, and I know we're off base here now, yeah. but uh, called the, um, they were the Spirit of St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it might, that might have been an ABA team or but, something. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I might be, yeah, either way, but that's, you know, uh, referencing Amelia Earhart. Right, but like, it's a, it's yep. a great name. Or Charles Lindbergh, one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a great name for a for a basketball team. So Love like it. Being being like the the diamonds or something. The, the sweet, the sweet um, suits. The suits of Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. I like. Uh, yeah, hearts or yeah, yeah. Hearts, hearts and just call them hearts and diamonds. Las Vegas hearts and diamonds. Or just call them hearts and diamonds. Don't even put Las Vegas. Right, in right, right. Very, very football of you. Heart, hearts and diamonds, Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Tottenham. We, top four. We're in the top four now. Yeah. Top, this is the one team, like, I. this is the wild card to me. No idea what they're going to do. This team could explode. Yeah. Or this team could finish second. Harry Kane's coming back real fucked up. Real hurt. Yep. Is it revenge tour or is it? I don't know. Son's also going to be emotionally damaged. Son will be fine. Son will be fine. He he made it out of the group stage, which was a huge deal. Right, I think that was fair. a big thing. Right. And um, yeah, I don't think he was expecting to make it out of the group stage, and the fact that they did was a big deal. So I think they'll be he'll be okay. I think we're good. Um, yeah, I mean, you got Perisic. This lost the semifinal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some I guys. I think they'll be okay. Hugo Lloris lost in the final. Yeah. Yeah. Is anybody bringing more emotional damage back from the World Cup than Tottenham? Nut- hey notoriously strong of spirit Tottenham. Right. Right. Yep. <laughs> I'm not making any comment. I'm trying to be very neutral about this. As Boy, I... howdy. Spursy's gonna Spurs. Alright, we'll um, see what happens though, yeah. And then there's the Spursy. whole issue with Conte, like not sure where he's, if he's staying or if he's going and the investment that Daniel Levy has said he promised and now is not promising anymore and all of that. It just feels this, this could all explode or they could galvanize and finish second. I think, I don't know. I really don't know right now. Right. Um, your boys, the Newcastles, we the Newcastle three. Uniteds, the Magpies, the the Black and Whites, the the Tune, the Tune Tunami, Tunami. Um. Yeah. What do we need to uh, to reach the top of the table? I don't know. Like another few years. Uh, I yeah. Time. Definitely. We're we're real happy where we are, and if we dropped to like fifth i think we'd still be pretty ecstatic about it like that's uh, hey anything over 10th has been gravy so <laughs> we're we're good it's on cloud nine i think this this is the you want to break the top four this is the year i think uh, this I, is it yeah because like everybody's a little bit weak this year which i think is part of the with reason the ex- why we're yeah. third. i think with the exception of the top two teams yeah i think and the thing is, is one of those top two teams is significantly weakened right now. So there is a, yeah. there's there's the opportunity of finishing in that top. Um, I think four. by virtue of playing very very tough and uh, and good, 
We've been great a few times, but you've been consistently but we've good. Been consistently good. That's why we're in third. Because in the calendar else year, in the calendar year of 2022, I think you're third. Yeah, in the table. In yep. the calendar year, from January to now, you're third. Basically, ever since Eddie Howe took over, yeah. uh, Newcastle, we have been the third best team in England. The top four teams, I think, are the t- four best teams of the calendar year: Tottenham, Arsenal, Man City. Yeah. Um. It, it's not surprising that okay. these teams are all where they yeah. are. Yeah. It, it's very deserved. Yeah. Do you think they finish in the top four? Newcastle? Yes. <sighs> yeah. You do. I, I mean, we're, we come back. Uh, everybody's healthy. Um, only Bruno Grimmeresh really has any like emotional damage. Fabian Schar made it out of the group stages. Big Hell, deal. Great run for Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think we're good. As long as we stay healthy, as okay. always, Caleb okay. Wilson is a man made of glass. He has glass bones and paper skin. Do you think they day. need more striker help, or do you think they're okay there now? We got, got, so we have like three. I think we have four now. We have four strikers. Okay. Because um, we got uh, somebody who just came in. Isaac? Um, he's, yeah, we have, we have Isaac, but no, there was somebody else that they just got who was a kid who might play for him. But yeah, I think it's... I mean, as long as we stay healthy, and that's the hard part. Maybe a left wing for when Alan St. Maximine, you know, is hurt again. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody who can deputize there. Uh, I know we've discussed... um, Center midfield, maybe? They've been serviceable. We got Bruno, we got Joe Linton, and... uh, I mean, every time he touches the ball, you realize he's not at the same level as these other guys, but... uh, Longstaff? Yeah. Longstaff has been okay. And and Willick plays a lot of the time. Again, yeah. when everybody's healthy. It's Willick, Joel Linton, and um Guimarães. Guimarães. Yeah. And then like our defense has been has been kind of a revelation. Um my favorite thing is we put the uh the six seven guy at left back and he gets forward. He's pretty good at Sven it. Sven Botman? He, uh no, not Botman. Um the 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 big guy Botman Botman's oh um good. oh I know Dan Byrne yeah Dan Byrne Dan Byrne plays left back for us like he's our first choice left back now and he like he'll he'll make overlapping runs and stuff mm-hmm. it's wild because he he does a really good job like getting forward for like a guy who's his size and kind of like and then he gets back it's crazy also we let Joel Linton kind of like rotate back and and cover that spot because he's a destroyer mm-hmm. Man City. <sighs> title winners yeah i don't man city doesn't need anything they have erling holland and an absolute like murderer's row of talent yeah like they're de bruyne they're inevitable Ederson. yeah i halfway through the year congratulations on being in first the terminators behind you let's see if you can outrun him this is so this <laughs> is the big thing okay man city haven't looked infallible true I think this is if this is a year to win the title, it's this year. Yeah. And the thing is, is that you have to be perfect. Right. Uh, they will drop what seven points all year. No, they'll drop more than that. But I yeah, think they already have dropped that so far. But like that's kind of their. I think the winner of the title will be ninety points. I don't think it's going to be a hundred. I think it's going to be ninety. I think, and I think. Uh, Man City will definitely get there. Yeah. It's whether or not Arsenal will also be there in the in the running as well. Yeah. So and at the top of the table, Arsenal is thirty seven. They have a five point lead over Man City mm-hmm. of thirty two. 
They have a seven-point lead over Newcastle, who have 30. And they have a game in hand on Newcastle. And they have a game in hand on Newcastle. And then Tottenham have 29. United have 26. I think it's fair to say... They'll finish in the top four. Tottenham and United will not make it to top of the table. Barring monumental collapses by right. Arsenal and right. Man City. Yeah. Um, I think th- I think it's between the, the table, the, the, the championships between Arsenal and Tottenham. Yes. I mean, not Arsenal and uh, Man City, excuse me, not Tottenham. Yes. That's the top. That's the championship right there. It's other whether or not Arsenal can figure out a way to work without Gabby Jesus, who is out for a couple months, right? So out for three months with a knee injury. Yeah. At which, so basically the rest of the Premier League season. Until March. I think you got, he's I out till March. A couple, couple months. He's out till March. He was out till March, but we'll see. Or maybe he's, yeah, he's out till the beginning of March, probably. We'll see, though. We'll see how this all works out. I do think they're going to invest in January. I think they're going to make a couple of moves to have at least replace the amount of work that Gabby Jesus does, because I know that he's not necessarily been scoring a ton of goals, but he makes everything go for them. Yeah. He creates, like, a lot of the things that they do is it that other players are scoring goals for them. Like, Shaka scored more goals this season than he has their entire career. Odegaard is scoring goals. Um, they have a they they Gabby Martinelli is probably the guy who's going to play in that Gabby Jesus role, and you know what? That might be a pretty good facsimile of him of the amount of hard work he does. They just need to find a guy on the outside that will be able to to mimic Martinelli, and they have some of those guys already anyway. So the drop off will be they will drop off a little bit, but I think they'll be okay. They're they're very they're very very good. They're very solid all the way around. I think. I don't think they win the title this year. I want to believe it. I do. I believe they are going to be in the title hunt till the very end. I think Man City have more depth than Arsenal do. And I think next year will be the year that Arsenal compete for the title. Really, truly compete for the title in full. So, that brings us to our final question. Over under 50 goals for Erling Holland. <sighs> under. He scores 45. 45? He scores more than anyone else has ever scored in the Premier League, but he doesn't get 50. Because I think what will happen is people are going to start to hit him. And I know it's going to sound terrible, yeah. but I think he's people are going to physically manhandle him. And they, he, they, I, I guarantee that's what will happen. What's terrifying for the, rest of the, for the rest of the Prem is that I think teams already have... You're going to have to have somebody who can really get him. But yes, I think it'll happen. I think he's going to eat like a like a kick to the knee or something like that, which will not stop him, but maybe slow him down a little. I and think, I and I, you'll see teams... Game. Yeah, I think you'll see teams more, gear more towards him. So other, I think other players will score for Man City, and then he'll be more of a um, a decoy in some ways. He'll yeah. get his goals, but I just don't think it'll, they're going to allow him to be yeah. that, that guy. I think I think he is a unique problem that someone will find an answer for but it I just agree. might take a little while i agree i think the the difference between mbappe and holland is i think mbappe is a more round well-rounded player overall but and it's not to say holland before. it's not to say the holland isn't excellent and can't develop i think he will develop and he will be uh, like i think that, that that's the next duo that you're going to compare with is mbappe and holland i think that's the next those next players but I think you'll see Julian Alvarez is going to play more for Man City. And I think that will be the difference, ultimately. Is that Alvarez is going to start taking some minutes? Yeah, I think. It's going to be tough, man. They have a lot of guys on that team. You think about it. they got Bernardo Silva, 
Jack Grealish, Phil Foden, Julian Alvarez, uh, Erling Holland, Kevin De Bruyne. Like De Bruyne doesn't have to play the rest of the season; they could still win the title. Yeah, that's how good they are. I I think Grealish is going to end up being the uh, the guy out, the odd man out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he goes somewhere? I don't know. Probably. I I think he might. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so we both believe that this is still Manchester City's title to lose. Always. And for right now, the way that they, they are. Um, I do think this will be a tight title race. I do think it will go to the very end. Um, I don't know if it'll go to the final game, but it'll be pretty close. Yeah. Um, I would be excited if uh, if Newcastle could at least make it like a, hey, don't drop points or you'll be in third. I'll be thing. tight, but, yeah. yeah. But I, I think we more need to look down to try and stay above. Yeah, hold, stay above. I think Manchester United is United. the team that you need to, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's Tottenham. Unfortunately, the and I, it does not mean to say that I, it's not my hate for Tottenham. It's the, it's more of the objective. What is going on there? What is occurring? It can all, it can be two things. Sometimes something can be two things. Paul. I don't, I don't entirely hate Tottenham all that much. I dislike uh, them why? greatly. Why not? Let it, let it flow through. Until you. they, hmm, I was about to say something until, real. Until they're I, successful, I was gonna say something real they're cruel. always just the little brother. I was, yeah, I was going to say something really cruel. And then I was like, when they win a title, then, then they can, uh, and I was yeah. like, ooh, that's mean. I, uh, so that's mean. My brother is a Toronto Raptors fan, right? Ooh. And I am a Boston Celtics fan. And there was a brief period of time where the Raptors were very good. And the Celtics were not. And it was like, people wanted that to be a rivalry. And my brother would just laugh and be like, it's not a rivalry. Like, because they don't care about us. No. Like, it's the Lakers and no one else. They do not even care about us. Yeah, it was, yeah the Celtics yeah. only care about the Lakers. Yeah. Right. Do not care. Yeah. yeah. And so, to- like, Arsenal care about Tottenham because they're their next door neighbors. But yeah. besides that. We don't care about you. Yeah, it's more. We care more about the Manchester Uniteds, the Manchester Cities, the right. Chelsea. It's always been United. It's always been United. <laughs> at least in modern history, mod, recent modern history, it's been Manchester United. Yeah, I think in. Uh, I think now it will be Chelsea. That's fine. Uh, Chelsea and City and those guys. And um, yeah. Anyway, so that is our quick primer. Well, maybe not so quick primer of the new uh, of the middle Premier League season uh, of this re-entry with. Um, the World Cup now over. Um, we are excited to re-enter in such a way. In a way, I feel a little, it's like, wow, this is a little overwhelming in some ways. We're going right back into it. I'm so tired. And we're so tired. The World Cup was exhausting <laughs> with everything that happened. And now we're going right into it on Boxing Day. I mean, I, I'm not a player, so I can't be that exhausted. But it can be a little much. Um, anyway, we're grateful for this to happen and to occur. And um, yeah, we're back in the sauna of 141 Studio. Ready, ready to sweat some glands, uh, and uh, I we have actually been lighting the trash here in the room. It feels okay. that way at least, right? In the actual dumpster on fire, one four one studio. Yeah. As always, I'm Ryan Whiting, and I'm Paul Cushing, and uh, stay all, classy. All hail the trash fire! All stay classy and all hail the trash fire! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm 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 Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And uh, we'll be back soon. Um, Have a happy holidays and um, and a safe holiday. And I hope you're with people that you love. Yeah. All hail the trash fire.